Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Todd Paskett. Todd is the president and COO of Supply Pattern, a growing software platform that helps dentists increase efficiency and profitability in their supply chain. His skill sets are in business development and growth, client success, sales leadership, and team development and operational efficiency. He especially loves working with dentists and assistants to implement technology to make their lives easier. Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Ross. Glad to be here. So let's talk real quick. What is Supply Pattern? It's pretty cutting edge from what I gather. Tell me about it. Yeah. So Supply Pattern is a software platform um, using software and AI to make dentists' supply ordering more efficient and effective. So essentially what we do, we go into an office, we take their orders, and then we're able to shop the entire market at any given time so we can scrape everything from all the ADA approved vendors and give them breast pricing real time um, and also increase, increase efficiencies within, within their own ordering processes. Now, are you getting volume pricing because you're using multiple practices and pulling it together or what are you doing? Great question. So there's kind of two ways that we drive our prices down. One is just by scraping data across the internet. So similar to, I don't know if you know, like Honey, PayPal, or Capital One Shopping, kind of consumer consumer extensions like you can use on Google Chrome. Basically, what these, what these do is when you go to order an item on Amazon, they give you different websites where the same item's available for cheaper. In a similar way, Supply Pattern does that for dental items. So we are able to scrape data from all ADA-approved vendors um, daily. So when someone orders an item from us, we can see from all different vendors what the best price is on that item at any given time. So that's one way we're getting lower prices. And the second is, is like you said, because we have so many um, clients ordering through us, we're able to go to many of those vendors and, and um, basically take a conglomerate of our clients and say, hey, here's who we're ordering for. Um, we've been ordering these items from you. We'd love to order more. The way this works is if you're the best price in the game for us, we're going to give you more production. So what can we do to bring these prices down? And so we're also doing that to, to drive prices down as well. Well, what do you say to the dentist who says, I've got a supply rep. I don't, what, why do I need this? <laughs> Ross, we get that question all the time. So, I mean, that's really, that, that's one of the biggest things that we're up against is um, obviously there's three or four main vendors in, in the industry that have the majority of, of dental offices. And the, the issue there is that they've been this way for so long, they're comfortable, it's kind of how it's always been. But because they have such a hold on the market, they're not able to get best pricing and they're not getting or, or taking full advantage of what the market has to offer. So one thing that we'll say is, of course, that we're gonna be able to help you save a lot on money the other thing is that we're going to help you save a lot on, on your time. 
obviously depending on on the office they they love their rep they've or some may love their rep they've known them for a long time but it, it can be really nice to simplify processes and allow software to do all that negotiation to do that price shopping those comparisons to track all that for you so we actually simplify that where you don't need to be um corresponding with the rep consistently the software takes care of all that for you and so this is a scenario where software could be killing a job my dental rep doesn't need a job anymore or doesn't have a job anymore if we just do this but like how much could you save you know the average practice in supply costs annually great question there's a couple ways to dive into that first is just the cost savings itself so if the average practice well in industry average right now is between seven and nine percent is what the average practice spends on supply costs so that's that gets production. So for every hundred dollars they make, they're spending between seven and nine percent on that. So and if that's a million dollars, that's seventy to ninety thousand dollars. Exactly. So with supply pattern and then being able to shop from all those different vendors and with our, our special pricing with, with those as well, we are our, our fully optimized customers get between three point five and four percent. So for a million dollars, three point five and four percent savings, or they're spending three point five and four percent on supplies versus seven to nine percent. Yes, exactly. So you're cutting their supply costs in half. Exactly, and that's and that's against industry average. So obviously, some will have special pricing, might be closer to. I think the the best that come in when when we talk to them are five to 6% and that's typically like DSOs or those that have like massive group discount pricing. But even with those type of offices, we're still able to get another percentage to a percentage and a half point down, um, which depending on, on the office size and, and how, or how many offices an, an organization may have very, very significant savings on, on costs. Are you dealing with a lot of multi-site for uh, practices or some DSOs? Yes, we do both. We have a lot of just one-off practices that we work with and love working with. We do have DSO and, and large large organizational offices as well. Um, we're able to to do or to, or to handle both with, with ease just because of the way we built our software. So yes, many, many different kinds of clients that, that like what we have going on. Well, you mentioned earlier that dental is a little bit kind of behind the curve versus other industries with this and that's why you're in this market so talk a little bit about why dental and and the opportunity in dental yeah well i think i mean there's some interesting things we can look at there i mean if we look at the internet and what that's done for consumer goods we consider amazon uh, even walmart being online etsy kind of some of these type of, of softwares we're used to what they've done is they've allowed more and more vendors access to a larger part of the market where a vendor hops onto Amazon. And as long as they have high quality products and they're able to compete on price, those prices are going to be driven down until there's a good balance between quality and price where consumers are saying, okay, yep, that's, that's the one that's going to work for us. And that's why prices have been driven down so much because of, of um, softwares like Amazon. And so that hasn't happened within the dental industry. I kind of mentioned there's three or four main vendors that control a large majority of the market. Uh, don't necessarily to call them out, but I think anyone listening will know who those who those are. 
where even a few years ago, I think back in 2019, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but there was an 80 million class action lawsuit settlement with four of those large dental suppliers for price fixing, meaning that they fixing prices because they have such a control of the market that they're able to do certain things there. But kind of just an interesting, interesting point there. But kind of the way I would explain this though, when you went just with an easy um, example, let's take eggs. So I know like Ross, you're out in Florida. If you were to go to any grocery store in your area and just get a normal dozen eggs, assuming they're not cage free or anything special about them, grocery store to grocery store, the dozen eggs is going to cost about the same. Why is that? Because it's a commodity. The, there's a, a market standard price saying, okay, because there's so many different vendors here, this is the price for eggs because it's been commoditized. So now we go into dental industry, we look at something like gloves. There's over 200,000 dentists in the industry. Yet when we look at a box of gloves, I can guarantee if we go office to office, everyone is spending different prices on gloves. Why is that? Because there isn't access to all the different vendors that have gloves, even though they're there. So they're charging different prices depending on who your rep is, the kind of deals they're getting you, what you try to negotiate, when that shouldn't really be the case. And that's why if you bring in a software, someone that can watch that and kind of bring the parity or the fairness where you have all these different vendors that can compete equally, we'll begin to see that price drop down across the industry and bring that parity and and make more items that should be commodity priced actually be that way. And you don't Sorry, see this a little bit long-winded there, but <laughs> you don't see this in medical because a there's uh, substantially more physicians than there are dentists, and b physicians are often associated with hospitals, so they have large buying groups or buying arrangements. Exactly, and, and that's an interesting example that we've seen. We have we have a, a real life example of a supplier that has both a medical arm and a dental arm. And going back to our glove example, they package gloves for both the medical and the dental. And we have, like we've seen this, they send the exact same pack of gloves. They send it to the medical, like the medical arm um, who have, like you said, buyer groups or, or they have a lot more systems in place to watch this for an extremely discounted price for the exact same pair of gloves they send to the dental group at a much higher market up price. The exact same pair of gloves. But because those systems aren't in place in the dental industry, we're seeing those massive price differences. It's just basically the call it's fragmentation uh-huh. and it's causing higher pricing. Precisely. Exactly. So how long until you see obviously you're kind of a market disruptor. How long until this kind of goes market wide where you know your dental rep really is almost obsolete and everything is done software wise. I think with what we're doing, um, I mean, just to be frank, it's a question of like, will we will supply pattern do it or someone else, but it has to happen. There will be this market shift where software and and AI will allow this parity and and allow these, these or bring these prices down. So as far as like making the rep obsolete, I think there's, there's still a case where the rep is important. It might reduce the need for rep, like actually handling the day-to-day operations where they're going into the office, passing the gatekeeper, going into the drawer, looking what they need, say, okay, let me get it for you. Like that might become obsolete, but reps have important aspects where maybe they still do education. They're still teaching about new products. They're still 
they still have that interaction where it's more of that education and helping to actually do the, the product development side uh, of what these suppliers and vendors, I think, really should be focusing on rather than kind of the price fixing and, and working with the dentist on that. So, what kind of pushback are you getting from the supply companies? Great question. <laughs> so most supply companies, I mean, remember, there's over 400 ADA approved suppliers in the industry in the United States. Most love us. I mean, even full catalog suppliers are happy to work with us when they're able to win any more market share, even if it's only on a select few of their items that they're able to get. Well, let me interrupt yeah, you. Go ahead. What do you, Please. I guess what I'm asking is like the Pattersons of the world. Okay. The, the big dogs. <laughs> So, so far, we haven't had a lot of issues with the Pattersons and the Shines and, and those yet because we actually still ordered quite a bit from them just <laughs> straight up. So I, mean, I can buy from I can buy the same Patterson supply through you and get it cheaper than buying from my Patterson rep. Yeah, absolutely. Some, I mean, in some cases, there's some things that Patterson or Shine, they have exclusive deals for. Like you can only buy a specific product from them, especially on, on, the, on the clinical side of things, something like Arrestin, uh, if you're familiar with. So we can't have, or we can't do a, a huge amount of savings on that. And that's like, we talk, go back to the egg example where you have the cage-free high vitamin D, they've been specially fed. Those are very specialized, highly, um, yeah, specialized products that there's a reason that they're the price they are. And so those, obviously, they kind of have that pricing. But for the majority of products, and absolutely, we can get better pricing for. And we do order a lot from Patterson and Shine because of that. And, that, and that's the thing is, I think, hopefully, anyone listening to this knows that like, we're not trying to take those big guys, the big dog out of business. Like, we have no hate or animosity towards them. The idea here is not to destroy or take down any company, but it's to bring parity to all companies or allow any vendor the opportunity to compete on, on the open market. And I would assume as we move forward, companies like Patterson and Shine will adjust to that. Obviously, they have a massive rep team. They have these systems in place, and then they'll be able to adjust and then make changes necessary. So I think we'll, we're going to be a driver in making that disruption and, and bringing those cost savings and increased profits for the dentists themselves. So eventually, what this really comes down to is the only real loser here is going to be the supply rep who's calling on office to office. He's going to take a pay cut over time. Patterson and Shine, they're going to sell their products and they'll get them. Maybe they'll sell them for less, but they're going to hit their numbers. They will not be denied. It's just the middleman, which is the rep, supply rep, who is going to be kind of, he's going to be the one, he or she's going to be the one who eats it in this scenario. Well, it's an interesting question, and I mean, obviously, we're not exactly sure what will happen, how how those companies will respond. I know, I mean, anyone that looks into the history of the industry, when so there's been suppliers in the past that have done disruptive things, they've 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 taken special deals, they've done lower prices, and what typically happens is they'll sell off to the, your Pattersons and your Shines. They've done a lot of 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 that consolidation. So it brings an interesting point for something like supply pattern as we scale and then more and more offices use us. It's like, well, then what happens if we get those kind of offers? And I think from our core, our mission's always been to bring parity, competitive pricing, ordering automation, data transparency, 
increased efficiency and profitability to the digital industry. And so if we make that kind of a sell or make that transition, you sell off, are we still able to do that? We'll obviously we'll make that decision at that time, but I, I would question if that's the best decision for what we're trying to do. And I, I think as long as we can keep that parity and allow all to play fairly, it's really interesting to imagine what, what, what could happen <laughs> and then what so, industry will take us. How does, how does someone, someone's listening there, they, they're a dentist, they're in practice. They're like, well, I do a million dollars in gross production a year. Uh, I want to save X amount of dollars. How do they, how do they work with you? Is it, is, how, how does, what's that process look like? Great question. So we've tried to make this as easy as possible. Um, you can just go onto our website, supplypattern.com. You can either request a demo or just sign up directly. Um, I'd usually just recommend requesting a demo. You'll get on with one of our awesome client success managers. They'll go through and actually ask some questions about the office, kind of figure out what their current um, supply process is, and then get into one of our live accounts from one of our real clients and show exactly what we're doing, how the catalogs work, how returns work, how do we take care of all your back orders, how, how do we feed you data to make decisions, all these kind of things so that you can make a really informed decision. Yep, I feel comfortable doing this. I think, Ross, for all your people, we're happy to, to do this. Well, we'll, we'll offer the first two months completely free of subscription. So I should say the way we make our money is by a, a monthly subscription fee, which is actually really interesting. You compare it to like a rep, typically how reps make their money is a percentage of sales. So for every, you know, for all, all, all supplies that they ship, they get a percentage back. So we stay clear of that because we feel just having a monthly subscription keeps us aligned with our clients. We're not incentivized to sell more to them, to sell certain products to them and nothing like that. They just pay us a simple monthly fee and then we service them and make sure they're happy with exactly the orders they need. But for like I was saying, for your client or for your people, Ross, we're happy to give those first two months completely free so that they can try this. No questions asked, no contracts in place just to see if it works for them. If they see these cost savings like, like, I'm, like we're talking about right now, uh, if it brings greater efficiency to their office and then we can go from there. That's fantastic. So if someone's interested, it's supplypattern.com. How will they take advantage of the, um, the two-month free offer? Yeah, they can just mention your name, Ross, or just the Financial Floss podcast, and our, our client success managers will know what to do from there. That's awesome. Todd, is there anything that I didn't ask that I should have asked about supply pattern? <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many things we talk about. I just, I think the one other thing that we haven't really delved into is the efficiency side of this. I don't know. Do we have time to talk about that real quick or yeah, go for it? Yeah. Okay. So I, I just quickly mentioned this. So we found in our, in our studies that the average office spends about five and a half hours a week on supply ordering. So what that would include is like talking to their reps. So typically an office, just so you know, does not work with just one vendor. They'll have their main vendor, but they're also going to have specialty vendors to order different things from. Um, so that's talking to them, working on returns when they have things go wrong, back orders. So when they order something, they aren't alerted for a few more days after that saying, hey, it actually isn't here. And they have to scramble and try to find it somewhere else. Inventory management, all that stuff adds up to about five and a half hour week five and a half hours a week for the office assistant over that. 
So with supply pattern, all of that is taken care of mostly software driven. So they no longer have to worry about returns. They just simply on the software, go and click the item and then we submit the return. They just get a return label and we take care of the rest. Back orders, we take care of everything. So they never even touch those, things like that. It drops down to less than 30 minutes a week. Well, when you so, quantify five hours a week of time saved at, a, at an average labor rate of X, then that's that gets pretty substantial. Exactly. I mean, even the way I typically talk to dentists about it is like if you can even do two more procedures in that time with, with the assistance time, let's say the average procedure is $500 per procedure. So that's an extra $1,000 a week. That's another $52,000 in production a year just by this time savings that your office staff will have by using or implementing software into your systems. And that doesn't even go into the, the savings that you're actually of not paying that person for those additional hours. So there's a lot of ways you can look at that, but the efficiency is a huge part to consider as well. And then making this decision is not only cost savings, but your processes are more efficient and you're taking huge headaches off of your staff and allowing them to focus on what they actually want to do. And typically you're off, your personal over ordering is trained to the chair side. So getting them back chair side and, and what they actually enjoy doing. This is, you know, just so cool, so interesting. And it's really one of those things where technology creates the efficiency to save time and money. It's just a really cool thing. So it's supplypattern.com. Use a promo code financial flossing or promo code Ross. You'll get your first two months free. And Todd, I tell you, this is, uh, I really appreciate you coming on today. This is really, really cool. Hey, appreciate your time, Ross. It's been a pleasure talking to you. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannon. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannon, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannon, visit rossbrannon.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Paz, Guardian, or North Florida Financial, and opinions stated are their own. External sites and materials are provided for your convenience in locating related information services. Guardian and subsidiaries, agents, and employees expressly disclaim any responsibility for and do not maintain, control, recommend, or endorse third-party sites, organization, products, or services, and make no representation as to completeness, suitability, or quality thereof. Guardian and subsidiaries, agents, and employees do do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. Ross is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. OSJ 3664, Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311, 850-562-9075. Security products and advisory services offered through PAS. Member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian, North Florida Financials, not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Arkansas Insurance License Number 16139032, California Insurance License Number 0L100732022-148295, expires 12-24. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>